do the intro. It's weird doing this in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to doing this in person. We don't get you can do it. You can do it. I okay. believe in you. Yeah. Here we right. go. Welcome back to talk about track episode 10. Oh, high energy. Yes. High energy introduction. We, we are here, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are here. I even jump back in your seat. <laughs> Whoa. That's the highest energy introduction of this podcast. We are, you've got to end on a high. We are in person for the first time in a, in a long time. Yeah, since, since episode, episode one. one. The first time we've done this in person. Uh, we've been in various different places. And we're, 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 we're living off the high of, of a, a Star Trek finale. Uh, we're in an undisclosed location that might be where Sam works. Um, Sam has snuck me in. Yeah. Uh, on under the pretense that we do, we do I, say. Yeah, I mean, I, I said we were doing a work-related podcast. And, we're not. And Pete is an expert on the work-related thing. Yes, which I said we remain we were nameless. Yeah. I feel um, like at some point I probably mentioned where I where I live, where I work. Yeah. You you did kind of give away yeah. where you worked. Did I? But kind of. <laughs> but like, I don't think it was subtle enough that I don't think people would know. All right. It, yeah. Well, unless they unless they unless they also work in the same industry, <laughs> in which case they might know, <laughs> they might know. Um, but yeah, with this, we're this is the end of of a of a, of a journey, Sam. Doing this podcast since mid February, yeah. it's now getting I, towards May, and I'm pretty shocked that we made it to ten episodes. I'm I'm happy about it. You know, I think it's uh, it's, well, been, it's been it's been a wild it. ride. <laughs> I'm really I'm really sad we made it this far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're we're here. This is the last of the ten. Should we just say? Should we just say now that we're we're gonna do we're gonna do something? We don't know what it is. Yeah. But we're gonna do we're gonna do something. It might be similar to this. Might be different to this. But it will be Star Trek related. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna work that out. So if you are one of our devoted listeners, one of our devoted five th- listeners, thousands, <laughs> thousands of <laughs> listeners, we we will be back. So keep us in your. Don't delete us from your podcast app. We we will be back with more Star Trek content for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, any any, any other in, intro thoughts you've no, got here, Sam? Um, um, I mean, just, I mean just I'm very, very good. pleased. I'm very pleased we made it to episode 10. But yeah. but I do have uh, an, an intro question. Intro question from an Sam this question. week. Yeah, normally, Pete, you're giving me them, but I'm going to give you the intro question. Oh. Which is, what have you enjoyed most about making this podcast? What have I enjoyed the most about making this podcast? I think the thing, I, two things. This, this, this also wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the intro question. the intro question at all. <laughs> so, so I, I, we, we had discussed beforehand an intro question, <laughs> and Pete had said like five minutes was, ago, this wasn't a good intro question. So we were gonna maybe leave it. We to were the gonna end. do it at the end, but then, but then I immediately forgot. The sandwich just bowled into so it. So I could, I could, we could do a different intro question. Well, different that, in- that, well okay. Well, we're gonna leave them. Let's leave them hanging on let's what we enjoyed to the end. Okay, come back at the end of the come back at the end of the podcast. So the actual intro question, the actual <laughs> intro question, which I'm gonna ask you is, what? unresolved plot point now that we've got to the end of Picard season season three and there have been a lot of plot points over season yeah. one two and three is leaves you most cold you know are you most angry that you never found out what happened it's a very good very very good intro question um, <laughs> very well delivered very well delivered <laughs> first time <laughs> um okay so the thing that immediately comes to mind is the changelings because I know that they got arrested and at the end and they got caught whenever in, in the transporter thing but like, I feel like that's still unresolved. I feel like I feel like there's a whole like Dominion. Like, who are the Bird Skull aliens? Yeah. Like, all of that just kind of came out of nowhere. Out. We okay, never found out. Whether... That's what it is. Who are the Bird Skull aliens? <laughs> <laughs> who are they? Like, are they Jem'Hadar? Are they just bird people? We'll never know. It, it it felt like they were Jem'Hadar, but we never really got to know whether or not 
yeah. you know. Do you reckon they, they were, were from, from the, do you reckon it was like, because cause the Jem'Hadar were a species that the Dominion took from a planet. They were like lizards and they took them from a planet and made them into a species. Do you think yeah. they just went back to the same planet and got some birds? Got some birds instead. I mean, yeah. it ma- makes sense. So they didn't appear to be addicted to Ketracel white. I mean, no. they didn't have the, the, the tubes. Though. Although there was that one, that one line that Riker said, I don't know why I'm remembering this, where he goes, how much of that st- like shit did they pump you full of? Where he's like, yeah, yeah, where he's oh, like okay. intimating that he's, he either thinks he's, he's talking about Changeling Goo or he's talking about Ketra the White, I don't know. So maybe it is the Jem'Hadar. Maybe it is the Jem'Hadar. Maybe that was the line. So but, yeah. do you think it's resolved? Your, your, your... <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was that your well, one no, fear? No, got that on the way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just think, I, I think my, my general burning thing with this is that the fact that just the Changelings were just... I mean, like, we only know that Vadik has been caught. Some of them are still in, still in the Alpha Quadrant, clearly. Yeah. They haven't yeah. all been caught. So I just think it's like, I don't know. That yeah. whole thing <laughs> was a bit ridiculous and a bit pushed aside because they were like, we have to do the Borg because it's Picard. Um, but yeah, what about you? Well, Pete, I think you know what my... Uh, I could, I my could have... I could, probably I could, can guess. I'm I could gonna, say it for I'm you. I'm now going to just fire off. I could say it for you, but yeah. fire off at us. Yeah, like, I'm pretty, pretty upset that we never found out what's going on with the Transwarp Conduit and Girati. Uh, feel like that was set up in season two and then just never referenced again. We did get a transport conduit, just wasn't the one. You it wanted. was. Oh, apparently it was referenced at one point in episode four, but I it's don't buy this. Got nothing to do. It's probably Shaw referenced it, I but I, I've, I've not. I'm not going back and check. But it, certainly, I didn't realise they'd referenced it, and it also feels a little strange that this galaxy-wide threat was never really resolved. But hey, yeah. Uh, it also felt like yeah at the end of this season that there may be more so maybe they're going to come back to it you know maybe it won't be eternally unresolved maybe i will get to find out one day so um what's going on there do you want to do you want to uh do you want to fill your heart with fear sam okay fill it so <laughs> fill it up fill it up i mean <laughs> so, no i suppose but all right go so my theory with Girati, okay is that they will come back to it at some point in some other series or some other feature film that they may have just announced because they've just announced a section 31 film right okay a as film. in as, yeah with michelle yo i didn't realize that was a film yeah yeah doing this as a feature film which i'm really glad is about it's like an exclusive that you, yeah <laughs> you're breaking <now>. yeah. <laughs> michelle yo is here yeah. let's talk about it uh, that'd be incredible no um because it's going to be a series i'm really glad it's not going to be a series because her character isn't it's just she's quite one-dimensional i'm not sure how that would work but how she disappeared in Discovery because this is a, this was before I stopped watching it. She goes into like a like Cirrus Black style into like the big gate, the gate yeah, into the back think, into, into the, the, old... the Guardian of Forever gate, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, it is. And so she we don't we don't she goes into a gate right, and we have the other side of a gate where Girati is, and there's something that they don't know what I think Michelle Yeoh's. I think that Michelle Yeoh's got to come out of the Girati hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought this was going to be like a really well thought through. This is it. Uh, theory. I think, it's, I think Michelle Yeoh is Basically, in the hole. you saw someone go into a hole, yeah. and you you see another hole, and you're thinking this is how hole. Alex Kurtzman does plot. So, so the, the, I think the, there's a hole and there's another hole, and, and they're going to be combined. But why wasn't she going to back to her own universe or something? Yeah, but you know there was a malfunction in the gate, and she ended and up coming back in Girati's Borg. And she's a hundred. She's hundred and fifty years in the yeah. future or something. Yeah, yeah, she'll just she'll just turn ah, up there. I could see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then there'll be like a raised eyebrow from Girati, being like, "Oh, what's this? I don't know what it is." And that'll be that'll be it. Right. And then that'll be the whole. Well, thing. That'll be a shame. It would definitely be a shame, um, mainly because this entire plotline <laughs> could have been solved 
with just Girati's Borg show up and help out. But whatever, don't worry about it, yeah. you know? Um, but we know, yeah. anyway, we know by the end of this season, obviously, that none of that does get resolved. So hopefully yeah. it will resolve later. Do you do you have any other, is there anything else in this series that you're annoyed that hasn't been resolved? Just, to, I, we might as well get it in now. So yeah, I mean, I mean, now we're gonna, if we're getting into it now, yeah. the fact that we never, I, I, I agree with you on the chain, changelings. There was obviously this kind of offshoot changeling sect or whatever that <clears throat> yeah. was controlling this. There yeah. was a, a pretty spooky guy that appeared whenever she chopped off her hand. Yeah. And we never got to find out who that was. Because it, it I, didn't I guess it was the Borg. But it didn't but look like it yeah. didn't look like the, the, yeah, Borg, yeah. the Borg Queen that was at stupid. all. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was meant to be the Borg Queen. And if it was, well, fair enough. Yeah. I, I didn't realise Or it was that. the voice of the Borg yeah. in general. Yeah. So that, I suppose, was a bit of a shame that we yeah. never really found out what was going on with the change things. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think, actually, uh, we'll get on to kind of... So the fact that none of the season two characters were in this apart from Rafi, right? Which is, I understand it. But it does kind of feel like people like Soji might have actually been quite good at some point in this in this season because she's Data's daughter. But I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not, I don't really care that she's not in it. Yeah. Like, I, to be I honest, if they tried to put her in, I feel like it would have been... Maybe too much. Maybe too much, yeah. There too many characters already. Yeah, it would have been nice. Yeah. To, it's okay. It's like, would have been nice to pick up with some of the other characters in season two. Well, you're like, what happened to uh, the... The, the Romulan, uh, well, I can't remember his name anymore. Elnor. Elnor, yeah. Oh my God. To, what happened to Elnor? I, I read about this. <laughs> what? So, and um, this is something I love about Terry Metalis. He's giving lots of little subtle FUs to Alex Kurtzman. Right. Because Elnor was stationed on the Excelsior, <laughs> which is the ship so that got, got blown blew up. up. <laughs> so so <laughs> got, just killed him. Got brought out of everything, into in, out in front of the whole fleet and just blown up. Yeah. And he was on that ship, apparently. That, that's... I ha- like why would it even be canon that he was on that ship? Like it's so unnecessary for them to kill him off. Because that's what they put him on in season two. And also, Rafi just if she if if he wasn't that ship, Rafi just didn't seem to care. I'm but... I'm happy to, that they, that he's been killed off because he was a crap character. Romulan samurai was never a good Romulan idea. Romulan samurai. It was a terrible idea. Couldn't lie. No. He couldn't lie. Couldn't could lie. He? Yeah. yeah. He couldn't lie. <laughs> he was such a dumb character. <laughs> um, that was genuinely. Yeah. Like, of all of the Scrappy-Doo characters in Star Trek, of the Wesley Crushers and the Echebs and, and the he was, pretty, he was pretty bad. And the Jake Siscos, he was just the worst, for sure. Um, was so bad. But yeah, so there's there's definitely some, you know, some I'm, dirty laundries at air. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm pretty happy that none of them came back. As yeah. much as, as no, much, I get it. I don't think I care. No, I, I don't, don't care enough to care. care. Yeah. You know? Um, go, go, go. The only one that I kind of thought was okay was Rios, and he died at the end of season two, so... So that that was a shame that Rios died yeah. because uh, because they they kind of he was initially again an annoying character and then they made him into something good and then yeah. they were like I've done that yeah yeah well again like stuff that we, we I think we spoke about this in our first episode yeah. so I'll do it very briefly <laughs> but like Rios's whole having holograms of himself operating the ship was a really cool idea yeah, it was cool and idea. they were just like <laughs> now nah, I'm not doing it anymore because we just don't want to do it and it's yeah. so stupid but anyway talking about characters getting back into the show Sam yeah. And I'm rolling straight into the episode. Are we getting back into the show? We're getting back into the show. Or was that a reference? Okay, yeah, that was we're... a reference to us. I guess <laughs> yeah. that was quite matter of me. It was. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, starting with the D, uh, as as I want to do, uh, Anton Chekhov's voice comes over the comm, uh, telling everyone that Earth is basically screwed and stay away and we'll, we're trying to fight it's like fight, yeah. run for your lives yes. basically that and Anton, Anton Chekhov is Federation president um, voiced by Walter Koenig who obviously played the original Chekhov um, and this is supposed to be the son of, of the original of Pavel Chekhov 
and he's called Anton because of Anton Yelkin, who was Chekhov in the 2009 Star Trek, and he passed away, he passed away really yeah. young. So, nice little touch, I thought. That, that was, was cool. Nice. Yeah. But, um, you know, basically setting the scene of everything screwed at the start of this episode. Yeah. Um, we're, on the, we're back on the Enterprise D, which is, I mean, as soon as I sat down and it, it kind of there on the D, I was just like, I'm going to enjoy this episode no matter what, just because of that one fact. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was just cool. Um, but... The script writing is still has moments of... Uh, it has, still has issues. Uh, we had Beverly Crusher say, if Earth falls, everything falls. Every planet, every system. <laughs> Which, I don't know. Do you think that no, really is true? I, I, it doesn't, sure doesn't sound like it's true. I didn't know there was anything on Earth that would destroy all other planets. I, I, I don't know what the reason... Is the reasoning here that the Starfleet is so strong that they could use that fleet of ships to just destroy everything? Is that what she means? I don't know what, I don't know what she means. Uh, I think... Because it doesn't make any sense. Because I, if they assimilate Earth, like that sucks. But I get it's also... like the head of government, like for the the, the Federation, but it doesn't it doesn't really make sense that yeah. they just be like, oh, everything's gone. Yeah, yeah. And also, you could if if they knew about it, the Romulans, the Klingons, the Cardassians, the Vulcans could all just come together yeah. and just completely destroy Starfleet. One single fleet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't think I think it. I think Beverly was perhaps maybe Beverly's just an idiot. overegging it. Yeah. Maybe she's a bit, maybe Beverly's a bit <laughs> she's an just an idiot. <laughs> Uh, so she says that, and that was ridiculous because it was just like, how can we up the ante yeah, so yeah. much, you know, so that everyone knows and is in no doubt it exactly was like, how much this means. The whole galaxy's it gone. Did, it did, feel, and this is an episode with a lot of good writing, but this was bad. Like, it, it was, frankly, if everyone on Earth dies, that's enough of a reason to like care. <laughs> yeah, surely. exactly. You don't need to. We don't need to be like this is the end of the Federation. It isn't. Yeah. The Federation has crazy amounts of planets. Mm. Uh, they will be fine. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's that was the kind of the opening, and then. They're trying to find where the Borg is. Uh, they get a signal near Jupiter, which I thought it was... They, they, And I think they deliberately took a long time on the shot of, like, the, the Enterprise D over Jupiter. It was a very yeah. cool shot. Mm. And there was, like, it was, like, a good three or four seconds of just, look at this. Isn't yeah. this cool? And yeah. I couldn't really get... Uh, to be honest, every shot of the, of the, of the Enterprise D, you know, properly done out in hd and yeah know, with modern graphics i was like I, I can i can i can watch this for a long time literally you know? oh, a, lot, so a, lot, good. a lot of the cgi in the last the last episode was really good even really, really nice did you notice even the opening credit you know where they have like the star trek badge even that was the enterprise yeah the beginning. yeah yeah, that was, yeah, really yeah. Good. that was so good um loved it loved it loved it so much fa- so much fan service in, oh, in this like i mean it's ridiculous it is a joke i mean but it has become that show they have given into that and i'm i'm fine with, fine it. with it as it turns out that was what i wanted yeah. what i didn't like about <laughs> season one and season two was that they they had all, all the other characters and all the non-fan service naturally and this apparently was, i was looking for this fan was service. patrick stewart's request wasn't it yeah so patrick stewart's request was don't make it don't no enterprise no reunion yeah it has to be a new adventure and then, and then they it gave was it. shit. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we're gonna just, we're gonna do this now. What's, what's funny is I'm pretty sure I went on a sort of rampage in episode one where I was like, I don't like fan service. I don't like it. Turns mm. out, turns out I actually do. I'm completely wrong about that. Where, yeah. With with this show, all I wanted was fan yeah. service. Because and I think it's entirely fair. I think like this is enti- It's okay to do that in moments. You know. Yeah. If all of Star Trek was fan service, that'd be annoying. But it isn't. But this definitely is. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, but. Uh, obviously they, they find the <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this is a little moment I enjoyed yeah. then we're looking at the view screen at Jupiter like where's the Borg cube <laughs> because, oh there like, it is <laughs> it's there and it's like it's showing the screen and it's a really obvious black square yeah, no. <laughs> it's like how did Data not see that yeah <laughs> that's, that's great and, and why are they why are they looking out windows essentially <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to find yeah. this they have a really yeah. really sophisticated Scan. scanning Scan system it. yeah yeah uh, which was brilliant. So, you know, they, they're, they're like, okay, what are we going to do about this? But we, we flash over to the Titan 
um, where you've got the fleet firing on space dock. And I was just thinking, why is space dock not part of this Borg assimilation? Why were there not people under twenty five on space dock? Why didn't that they could get into the systems? Is it was it was it because that they had this fleet formation thing, and that's how they controlled it, and, and that's how they were controlling the ships as right. well as the so they had both the sort of virus. That was my that was my take on it. That makes sense. Also, but would they? They must. I'm just thinking if they have control of the ships, do they not have like some way of getting the the shield, like whatever it is, so they could find out or the shield um the harmonics frequency yes yeah that, exactly yeah that's, like, that's what I was looking <laughs> it's exactly what you were looking, <laughs> looking, looking, looking for harmonics harmonics frequency yeah, shield harmonics yeah exactly um, um so i you know not, yeah. i don't remember anyway when it, whatever they're firing a space dock um a seven is space uh, dock seven can take quite quite a, quite, quite, a quite a beating quite a beating a very old space station <laughs> yeah. um well, that was really? there when kirk was around last it lasts a long time that yeah that no, space dock from like apparently <laughs> every ship in starfleet <laughs> I was impressed. Um, I was watching. Um, you, uh, do you know Red Letter Media, Sam? Do you not? I oh, oh do I'm not. gonna I'm gonna introduce you to something you're gonna love because they they're very cynical about Star Trek and they do a YouTube show about it. And they've been watching Picard and they were talking about um, an old um, Star Trek game they played, where whenever they went for a space station, they would get absolutely destroyed because the space stations are really really hard and really got loads of weapons and I suppose that actually goes through to was it Starfleet Command? it might have been Starfleet Command yeah yeah, yeah whenever that. you attacked a space yeah, yeah, station it was really, destroyed. really really fucking bad, yeah, yeah. bad idea yeah so yeah it just wouldn't go well yeah um, and again if Deep Space Nine survived an entire fleet of Klingon ships yeah, that time they did. for a long time which is pretty pretty they impressive did. so they I mean did. I guess space stations are fucking incredible basically. I mean I mean they are but I, I still feel like <laughs> all of all the Starfleet I mean I guess I guess it did go down eventually yeah uh, but it held out there but uh, Seven is running around the ship with Raffi and her transporter gun what did you think of the transporter gun it was a nice, nice thing that they managed to come up with in like, like yeah. two, two, I guess like minutes. Completely revolutionised <laughs> a, a key piece of technology. Yeah, I was like, well, this is a really good idea because you could just put yeah. people straight in, straight we, in jail. We never need a, a, a transporter room ever again. Uh, yeah, literally, it's just yeah. completely revolutionised transfer, and they did it in like two minutes. It was so, so good, so so impressive, unbelievable, really. Um, Amazing engineering, incredible stuff. And of course, they very quickly managed to retake the ship because they're all just like transported into the transporter room and clawing at the doors. Yeah. Um, and Seven and her motley crew of randoms from the ship, including the ship's cook, who becomes the pilot of the Titan. Did you, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he's just like has to kind of, and th- I thought that was quite like an action film thing. That's yeah. quite like an eighties yeah. action film where yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't know how to fly. It's like you have to. You're a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It kind of. If you were. If you were the cook. I'm sorry, but it would be a little bit too far to be. To be someone would be like, "All right, now it's time for you to, you know, be the pilot, even though yeah. you only have experience cooking on this ship." Yeah, yeah. I was like, surely they could get a computer to do it better. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah literally just autopilot the ship. Like, that would surely be better. Yeah, I get. Well, I guess they have to take. They had to. They couldn't take, do that. Take the, the planet. But even so, it was just. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. It was funny. It was like snakes on a plane, where the guy with the PSP was <laughs> oh, yeah. playing. Oh yeah. Um. And you know they they get they get wind of what the D's doing and they're like okay well we have to buy some time, um, so they start basically doing like strafe runs at the back of this fleet that's all in a very neat like uh, yeah. line yeah. uncloaking and firing and recloaking. I have to say this didn't really they can't they were like oh the Enterprise D is here they must be doing something <laughs> so so then the guys like hey do we really want to do this crazy plan of yours where we're going to attack the whole fleet and she's like yes we should yeah you know. And here's my aspiring speech as to why we yeah. should all die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the right decision was to not die. 
I feel like the yeah. right decision was. They're, they're all I don't Starfleet. Know that they, really... they, they might have to go away and procreate somewhere else and bring, uh, yeah. bring, out, bring I don't humans really back. know why they. Because I don't really know what they managed to accomplish, like mm. by flying along. Obviously, they did maybe a little bit. of They damage. were trying to like buy time, I guess. But, but what like, time did they buy? Like, yeah, like as in like, what did they think that some of the Borg were gonna go and find Picard's ship, gonna go find the Enterprise D? Oh, I see. So they were trying to distract them. I guess. I just but... thought that they were just trying to like save like maybe like ten minutes. Or yeah, like that. I thought super weird. I thought it was so weird. Um, I guess you kind of knew what they were trying to do, but but obviously inevitably, the cloak gets destroyed because it's a very silly plan. And they all the fleet turns to, to, to Titan, face the Titan, Titan slowly. Yeah, yeah. Incredibly, the turning circles of these ships are just like insane. <laughs> <laughs> just like, come on. Um, and then we obviously leave them, you know, in a, in their in about trouble. to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're about to die. Um, and that's where we leave that um, that shoreless um, plotline. I'm still furious that Shaw isn't there. Yeah. Um, we go back to the D and the Cube, and we of course have. Um, the 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 Borg Queen seems to invite. She's very accommodating. Picard onto the onto the cube. Yeah, which doesn't make classic, any classic bad guy mistake. Yeah, come on, Just come in, come in, come in, so I can show you how much I've won <laughs> and explain my plan to you. <laughs> and, and like, it, it, very strange thing to do, given that she has almost no drones on she this. She has no drones, this. and she literally says like later on in the episode that she she doesn't want Picard, like yeah. she doesn't want Lacutus. Yeah. yeah. So what's why does she invite him in? It know. makes no just, sense. Just for the hell of it. Yeah. She's like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah, just come on, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Look, she really is absolutely the architect of her own downfall here. Again, again, the she's too proud. The, yeah. Borg, the Borg Queen again and again has proven to be a bad leader. She's not a good leader. <laughs> no, not not very. Very, good. very, very awful decision making there. Um. Anyway, it's just they do go on. They do go they on. lower the shields. Yes, <laughs> they would never have got through because it's huge. <laughs> yeah. But they they get they get on the ships. That's nice. After after some classic wolf lines, we had the classic, and I know you I know you would have enjoyed this. Oh, when he gets shut down. The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wolf being shut down. <laughs> I think Jack is at a point of no return. No wolf. He's fine. <laughs> like immediately. Shut up, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> that was that was so good. Just immediately shut down classic yeah. wolf yeah um and uh we then obviously had the away team of picard Riker, and wharf wharf saying and i will make it a threesome <laughs> another <laughs> a very funny wolf line yeah, again that was good. um also just and uh, this is the start of a theme in this episode is this episode was basically all the star wars films combined so having a massive beacon controlling everyone controlling a fleet i realized today that's what happens in star wars episode nine with the emperor and all the star destroyers that he raises up from the, uh, from the yeah. earth so straight from Star Wars. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of Star Wars going on. There's a episode. lot. Of I mean, Star there's Wars. a very obvious Star Wars which oh, we're we'll come get on to. It. It's just like <laughs> I, insane. I guess Star Wars don't own that, but no. it does feel a little bit <laughs> it's, like it's, it's so obviously that they're, they're definitely getting an email from Disney. I think yeah. that's like that's definitely happening. But yeah, so they they go onto the ship. There's no Borg on the ship. Um, they the ones that are there seem to be sustaining the Borg Queen with their flesh because they're trying to keep her alive. Yeah. But I, I was wondering, is there no Borg because of Janeway? I think so. I think she... I don't know exactly know what she did. Obviously, she kind of so, messed up the transport conduit, didn't she? Yeah, so future Janeway was infected with the disease to kill the Borg. Right. And she got assimilated to save after right. Janeway yeah, yeah, for the yeah. end of yeah. Voyager. Yeah. yeah. So I th- is so is that was that what's happened? I think that's what's happened. It's destroyed. absolutely destroyed the, uh, the, the, the Borg. Yeah. Um, because First Contact was before the end of Voyager in the timeline, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you know, there's no, there's no Borg. Uh, Riker says this place is a tomb, which is a line straight from Lord of the Rings. So I just had to write that down because <laughs> that was, I loved it. Um, and Picard, Picard obviously goes off to find Jack. Um, he says a very emotional farewell to Riker, which I thought was great. Oh, and then he, and Wolf just goes like, so that's something like there are two words that Klingon never admits to knowing, 
uh, defeat and farewell. Just a perfect like goodbye yeah. from Worf. Yeah, so it good. It could have been overdone, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I, I, it's again probably a bit of a theme to this episode. But where I thought this episode was best was where they were doing, where, where they were having moments like that, where there was was sort of like character yeah. moments where you you really appreciate the relationship because of how many because i guess of how many episodes of star trek you've watched yeah yeah and how, exactly. how you've seen their relationship grow so <clears throat> yeah. when they do do that it actually was really good yeah uh, i thought that was really that moment where picard sort of appeared to be saying goodbye forever yeah um so the, so the bridge as well he says on the bridge before he goes isn't he to like everyone it's been great serving with you yeah he looks over at geordie and yeah. stuff um yeah, they really set you up to believe that Picard was going to die, didn't they? They did. I um, really thought he was. Yeah, I really thought he was going to. Um, but then, obviously, Picard goes off and finds Jack. He's fully balled up. He's in the ball costume. He's cosplaying. Yeah. Um, they gave him a nice leather outfit for some reason. <laughs> there's like no one on the there's like no one on the on the transform cube to do it. But they, yeah. they they got their last resources to go and put him in some black they had, leather. They had those two Borg that attacked Worf and Riker. Do you reckon yeah. they had just yeah. went? They just dressed him up. Probably. They, they had to they had to change his outfit a little bit because otherwise he just wouldn't look Borg enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about looking Borg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've got to look Borg. Yeah. Um, I was so I was I thought that was so funny. Um, but again. Um, the queen, the, we have the Borg Queen come down. This was again Star Wars, Star Wars Episode Nine. This was the Emperor, like oh, yeah, in yeah. his lair, in like a little yeah. plugged-in thing. Yeah. This was just the same as that. <laughs> <laughs> and also bringing the Borg Queen back again, similar to bringing the Emperor back again. But yeah. hey, I mean, you know, we could go on and on. Um, I thought there was quite an interesting philosophical point here about the future of the Borg, where the Queen says the future of the Borg is about evolution, not assimilation. So she's basically saying, now that we've learned that we can procreate and become better, like through Jack, we can like evolve, basically. Mm -hmm. We don't need to assimilate people anymore. And we're just going to procreate and kill everyone else, basically. So the, it's saying that the Borg have fundamentally changed in her little pocket of Borg anyway. Yeah. Not Gerati's pocket, but her pocket. So so uh, was was the idea that then they would just, humans would just procreate and make more Borg and, yeah. then, and then they would all be under control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and okay. so like, that, That's like an interesting point. they would become better and better <laughs> like Jack is through evolution and through procreation they don't need to go and assimilate everyone and yeah. they can just they can just uh, and get rid of everyone else instead basically yeah. Yeah. um which was interesting you know uh you know it was okay but an interesting kind of way to look at the borg anyway um <clears throat> we then have uh Riker and Worf uh fighting off some some drones uh Worf keeping a phaser in his sword yeah and Riker asking why he doesn't use it and he's like well swords are fun swords are fun um we then get the, the first of our uh, when like, the, the, the Enterprise D re uh, realises that they need to start attacking and they need to do something with Geordie and the rest of them on the bridge we have our first hero moment everyone gets a hero moment Sam and Crusher is the first one where she takes control of the weapons and just destroys this cube basically just completely nullifies this cube yep. um, which I guess does make sense because she spent 20 years being a like a I don't know, like a, a what was she? Like a, a freedom fighter or something. Her and Jack have been yeah, like basically kind of Robin Hood med medicine to, to yeah. war zones. So yeah. she's obviously been blowing up a lot of people. Yeah, I think, uh, but it was cool that like they recognised that her character's changed because yeah. it feels like they basically just subtly forgot that's all happened in the yeah. last five episodes. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, it felt very action movie. It know? did. It was very <laughs> like, with, it, with the hero. You know, this is a this is a TNG film. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. This yeah. is this is a good stuff next generation film. Um, and then we have they they realise that uh, once they've annihilated all the weapons, they need to fly into the cube 
to get to the, it's the, the only thing way. in the middle. It's, it's the, the only way. It's the only way. <laughs> is to send one ship into yeah. the middle of the cube to destroy this thing. Yeah. And it's just like Star Wars Episode Six. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so, so fundamentally similar. That it, that, the movement, o- yeah. Honestly, like all the shots even. Yeah, like, yeah, looked, yeah, yeah. Looked completely it, similar. The, the way that the Enterprise moved was like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. The way it was going up and down. It's only slightly surprising that there wasn't like a smaller craft with them. <laughs> like sort of to fill, like, in, fill in for the X-Wing. This should be with there. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they go but, in. They de- they destroy. They, well, I mean, they do strike at the core. They um, strike at the core. But this was this was arguably my highlight was the data flying. It. Like I I knew that this was silly, but I was fucking loving it. Yeah, watching the Enterprise fly through a ball cube it and was wreck good. it was so good. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you because uh, as I said, all shots of the Enterprise D just just flying around. Mm. It was it was just cool to see it. So I I, I th- again I'm with you. I recognise that it was just kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> But, it was pretty stupid, but, but yeah, it was it was good. I liked it. Um, and so yeah, we get them in. You know, they're into the middle of it. Um, Troy senses Data's emotions. He senses his enjoyment of doing it. It's interesting. interesting. She's she's become she's really leveled up. Troy is a, Troy is just a Jedi. Now. She is absolutely a Jedi <laughs> in many ways, but she's really leveled up. She's omnipotent. She, is she like... used to just be able to sense like angry people. Were yeah, angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when they were visibly it. angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when, now, when we didn't need her to tell us. Yeah. Now she can like you know know where people are. She can yeah. read androids' emotions. She can she can go into people's dreams and talk to them in their dreams. Yeah. Which is it's a mind meld. Yeah, she can I mean, mind meld now. She she's like like S tier Betazoid. I don't know if there maybe there is just loads about the Betazoids we just don't know. All I knew about them before was they could feel emotions and had naked weddings, and that was basically oh, it. I forgot about they had no naked they had weddings. had naked weddings. Yeah, you did. You know what you called it um, earlier in the. I forget which episode you said. Said they would use Umzadi a lot. I mean, oh, they did. Use Umzadi. Umzadi a lot. <laughs> they love an Umzadi. Um, uh, we obviously have uh, they destroy the beacon. They obviously there's the whole tension of everyone's going to die if we do this. We're going to lose Ry- Troy's going to lose Riker. Bevy's going to lose Jack and Picard. Oh, I like that bit. I like yeah. the bit where they where she had to because was it Crusher that had, had to, to like accept the fact that they were going to shoot and then and yeah Jack and was then going to die and then Geordi had to order order it to happen. Yeah, and actually I thought that was good because I was like, well, this makes a lot of sense. You need to kill them. Yeah, they all gotta die. Yeah, you gotta go. I th- I'm just thinking of this now. There is an episode of TNG, I swear, where it's these people on the bridge, where it's like Geordie, Crusher, Data, and Troy on the bridge. I swear, and like everyone else is gone, and they're like, I mean, probably, yeah. Probably. I think Troy has to captain for a bit. Well, there's there's the bit where Troy she becomes a commander, yeah. by ordering. I think it might be Geordie to his death. I don't know if you remember. Ah, I don't okay. even remember, but she she keeps failing. She's it's this whole episode where she's trying to become the commander, yeah, and she's trying to pass the command test, right. And it's this... Which is crazy. Yeah, it's like in the holodeck. Mm. And she keeps failing because the ship keeps blowing up. Oh, yeah. And the test that she eventually buzzes at the end is that she has to order Geordie to her death. (laughs) And that is... That's all all she's got to pass. And she recognises that. And then he's like, okay, I'm promoting you now. (laughs) (laughs) I completely forgot about that. And then she becomes... Yeah, Commander Commander Troy. That episode. She's a rank that that Data somehow never did. Never did. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Right? Um, did Ace never become a commander? Oh, fair enough. Data became. Was only, was only ever lieutenant commander. Wow. Whereas that's... Com- so so Crusher and uh, and Troy outranked. That is Data. crazy, really, to think about. Um, what was and Geordie was a lieutenant commander as well, right? Geordie, Geordie was lieutenant commander. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He never got. Chief, oh, he got chief pro- engineer. He, yeah. 
It's kind oh. of a separate track, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, about <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that much about <laughs> the, recruitment the, the career tracks in, Star- <laughs> in Starfleet, to be honest with you. Um, I was thinking about this today. This is another random tangent. All right. There are different types of admirals, right? There's like a rear admiral and there's like a, yeah, a secondary all, admiral. They're all like in the same line. Yeah, though. but they're like, oh, they all do, they all the same level. Yeah. They're all admirals. Well, different like, types of admirals. I think I think that like rear admiral Cause I, I might it, be better than admiral. Ah, uh, okay. Right, so there's just standard admiral and then you get stuff onto it to be better than that. I think so. Okay. I'm going to look this up later. Yeah. Um, I should have looked up before. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, they're destroying the beacon. They're having this whole thing. They just, they decide to shoot. Um, in the meantime, we have uh, Picard going. Oh no! I'm going to have to plug into the plug into the collective to try and sort this out. So he just grabs a, grabs an, an Ethernet cable, an HDMI, plugs HDMI, and plugs himself in. <laughs> and this is the moment, Sam, in the series, where we must remind ourselves more than anything else that he is a fucking robot. He is a robot. He is not Picard. He does not have any of the Borg in him anymore. He is an android. So it makes no sense that it's worked, right? Well, wouldn't he have copied his his Borg DNA as well? Well, no, but they didn't, did they? Because but, he didn't have the Eremodic... Because the, the Eremodic Syndrome that wasn't Eremodic Syndrome was his locutus parts, yeah. which he didn't have. Right. So that's why they went after Picard's original body. Oh. So he doesn't have any of the Borg stuff in him. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't make any sense that... It, it, doesn't, really, it doesn't really make he sense. He just plugged himself in. I feel like there's a lot of things about this episode <clears> that if you think too hard about them, they start to not make any sense. Yeah. But he does anyway. He just he, like, he he just like it. jabs it into his deck. And if, if they hadn't made Picard's body the central point of this season, <laughs> then that would have been okay. <laughs> but they did. But they so did. this is Terry Metalis. I'm sorry, Terry Metalis. You made this whole thing, the fact that he's a robot. This was your bed. The you whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. went back on it in the last episode. Yeah. Anyway, but he, he does he, plug, he does do it. He plugs himself in. He, he joins the network, and he's just and chatting he's, to Jack. And it, it's awesome because he just <laughs> creates a nice kind of environment for them to have a nice chat. It's like green and wavy. It's very borgy. Yeah, it's like right. an iTunes visualizer. Yeah, it's like. But you still know that they're in somewhere nice and virtual. It's nice that there's nice kind of, and virtual. Yeah, you know, you you know, you know that it's not quite real. It's also quite nice that there's just it's very calm in there. It's so very you calm, can just yeah. focus on you know just the two of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Crusher is Jack Crusher is loving it. He's loving the Borg. He's very seduced by the fact that he's, oh, he's loving the Borg. He's got mates, you know. He's, he's got mates. friends. Um, he's absolutely having a great time. It's all perfect. But Picard hugs him, and that's what saves the day in the end. Uh, yeah. He says that. Well, Picard, what happens is Picard says that he'll stay with him. He's like, oh, my father's love is better than the Borg. <laughs> I'm gonna wake up now. Um, I did quite like them. Waking no, I was gonna it say, was a dramatic moment when he woke ta- up and started ripping off all the stuff. We're taking the piss out of this. I actually liked the bit between Picard. Like, again, the setup was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, I actually liked the the moments between uh, Jack and Picard quite a lot. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. The the way he was talking about it, the way he was like kind of embracing his role as a father. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I thought it worked. I thought that I mean the 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 biggest the biggest comeback that season three has made for me is that Patrick Stewart is now playing Jean Luc Picard, whereas the first few seasons he was just playing himself. Yeah, and like some of the lines in this where he's talking about how he was he just kind of was wasting away on the vineyard waiting to die kind of thing. Like, yeah, it was really good. Just really good. It worked Picard pretty lines. well. It worked yeah. pretty well. The writing was good. Again, it could have been terrible. Yes. Uh, it could have been really badly written, but yes. it wasn't. It was really good. It felt it felt good. And the whole wasting away on the vineyard thing was, was I thought, quite... Was was impactful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That powerful um, line. Patrick, it... Patrick Stewart, you forget, is a fantastic actor. Like, yeah. he is, like, one of the best of his generation. So, yeah. like, no pun intended. So, like, it's, you know... It, it reminded me, I suppose it reminded me of that, the episode after Best of Both Worlds, where he goes back... 
uh, oh my god, what's the name of this episode? Um, family. It's called Family. Family. Yeah. yeah he yeah. goes back and it, it's a really good episode. And he goes back and he's on on the vineyard and essentially being quite standoffish with his brother and yeah. then ends up breaking out in tears and yeah, yeah and they have a fight and they cry and they have a fight and it's, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's I don't know uh, it reminded me because of that that, that I think is a, a sort of overriding memory I have of yeah. Picard being in a vineyard he goes back there when he when he's like afraid or doesn't know what to do exactly he kind of returns to that kind of home so and like it was... and it's not about like his mum randomly killing herself we just found out about yeah. or guys baltar his so dad unnecessary. Being weird. so unnecessary terrible didn't it's need like to proper... know about picard's no. childhood it wasn't really that necessary for... um right. but no you're right like and i actually think that's the underrated best trilogy of episodes in in star trek is best of best of both worlds part one and two and then family as a as a trilogy as a works trilogy, so yeah. well yeah yeah um yeah so Obviously, that like I say, Picard, Jack wakes up. He, you know, he saves the day. Uh, he, he he cuts the connection, and the Enterprise D at this moment fires. Um, and this is where we get the hero moment that really, <laughs> really triggered me, where uh, where Princess Leia um, feels the force of where Luke is, and then comes with the Enterprise D yeah. to uh, sorry, Troy <laughs> feels the force of where Riker is. Yeah. And comes with the Enterprise D and saves them exactly the same as Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah, this was silly. This was a bit. Much. She, she doesn't. I didn't know. She, again, didn't know she had that power. But she's no. she's taken on a very much a Jedi role. It's the Imzadi uh, powers that she has now. Whenever yeah. he uses the word Imzadi, she can track him. Yeah. Uh, unbel- just just that was insane. But yeah. anyway, um, <laughs> like shit just kind of appears over the top of them. Yeah. And it, again, Beam beams them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was almost expecting like it to be like Empire and like yeah. the Millennium Falcon to <laughs> so, like open up a hatch <laughs> yeah. and like he just goes <laughs> up. Just yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, insane stuff. Um, and then of course they fired and the, the cube blows up and they I, they of course escape. Yeah. Um, and you know that was a very dramatic like end to a TNG film like series of scenes and I actually quite enjoyed it despite how much we're taking the piss I actually did that was good it, I had a good time it, it, I enjoyed I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the sort of emotional moments I thought I thought I enjoyed seeing the Enterprise D fly and strike at the core um, yeah. but this this was it yeah you know this was this was it this, this was, was a climactic moment yeah and, and it, for me it felt a little bit easy <laughs> and I know it wasn't easy because they had to fly down the, the whole. But it I does think, feel easy. I think a little bit like of the fact that like this wasn't. It was quite quick. Like yeah. they, they, it was probably only about forty minutes or so. Yeah, it was. It. it was a yeah. And then the moment they do that on yeah. the Titan, the the yeah the kids the kids will wake up. Kids will wake up, and um, they 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 they're like a bit shocked as to what's going on. And just the, as they're about, yeah, well, yeah, Sydney's about to shoot Seven in the face, and then she wakes up just as she does, just yeah. as she's about to. And then Seven um, gives her a hug. I loved the soundtrack the whole way through. The the yeah, the the TNG soundtrack being used the whole way through really kind of got to me. Like the the score. Was yeah. Amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. There um, was that bit where the Enterprise was kind of flying over the Borg transwarp. Was, yes. was it a cube or was it transwarp? It was actually conduit? a cube. It was actually it was a cube. cube. Yeah. It's kind of flying over it and destroying some of the things. Yeah. It was like very much. Yeah. Which was great. But that's you're right. That is the end of the episode proper. The thing I guess I was reflecting on was that I felt that there probably was, with minimal changes, a more dramatic episode here. Yeah. And remember when we were talking about that it was kind of stupid that they bought all of the ships to Earth. And that so stupid. Just, that just didn't make any sense. Insanely stupid. Because you, even if you were going to do a deception, first of all, you don't need all the fleet to try no. and destroy us. That would just be ridiculous. And yeah. It would raise a lot of suspicions. Loads. You you also could just have like a sizable <laughs> amount of fleet there. Yeah. And I thought it would have been a very interesting setup if they'd had, say, 
a large amount of the fleet attacking Earth. Yeah. Lots of other ships trying to get there as quickly as yes. they could. Yes. And then there being a sort of desperate fight to see... Starfleet versus Starfleet. Could, yeah, and could they destroy much of Earth and assimilate much of the population yeah, yeah, yeah. before the other fleet could get there? Yeah. And ma- mainly the reason I wanted this is because I wanted to see the Enterprise D in a fight with some other ships yeah. uh, trying didn't. trying to try to have a bit of a fleet battle. Well, this is kind of what I said like last time, right? It was like, I don't think there'll be a fight with the D, but I think it'll have a hero moment, right? And that you, was did, the, you did say that. I knew there was, they would make it somehow that it would be able to be functional but it's obviously an old ship. Yeah. Um, I, t- I totally agree with you. I think, like, the actual stuff that happened above Earth was anticlimactic. Yeah. Because Frontier Day turned out to be Admiral Shelby making a speech on the bridge on her own. And that was it. Yeah. And some space fireworks. <laughs> and some space fireworks. And, like, there was no one. There was no one else. Yeah. Like, we didn't get Janeway. We didn't get anything. There was no other, like... They'd been building up to this. I was expecting a big kind of party at the end with loads of Star Trek characters. And I don't know if they must have run out of, run out of money. They couldn't afford them or whatever. But... I really thought that it was it was like a weird ending that didn't really. I wondered whether it was money thing because yeah. I I did think that the the shots over Earth were quite brief. You know, just watching the Titan kind of fly over. It was a very quick shot. Yeah, and I wondered whether they essentially ran out of money. <laughs> and they oh, yeah. were like, and they were like, we can't afford to do a big <laughs> fleet battle where we have loads of ships flying everywhere because we've done Jupiter, like... we've done the Borg cube. It's a yeah. lot. Of, there's a lot of CGI. Yeah, going on. I wondered whether. It was and they've got loads of actors in as well. I reckon they probably couldn't afford to have that many guest stars because they, but... they would have all been like. Yeah, it, w- it was just a shame for me because <clears> I was like, I feel like there was a really cool bit here to to see the rest of Starfleet desperately trying. Yeah. try and take take that fleet down before they assimilated and yeah. destroyed much of Earth. I think that's a great idea. They would have been a lot more dramatic than um, going from this kind of no-hope scenario to, oh, there's just a signal. They just need to destroy a signal. And yeah, yeah. And the other, the other bit that, again... Taking nothing away, because again, I feel like I do complain about this a lot. But, well, no, but, I, but I think but it's like, worth it. It's worth thinking. It? Yeah, like I, I do think that when they were in front of the Queen... She was very much like, yes, I'm telling you my bad, my plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I'm going to win. And then she has no ability to apparently stop him from doing anything. No. Even though she had those kind of nasty like yeah. spikes that she Nothing assimilated Jack with. She was just behind the, she was just literally just behind the force field. And then she just yeah. stayed there and watched. And then, and then also Jack could just like throw off the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the he just woke up and started doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and how was, was Picard able to do that? You know, he, he, just, he just yeah. He just ripped out his. Well, maybe the maybe the nanobot suddenly realised that he's an android, so they couldn't assimilate him. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, again, it all doesn't quite make sense, and I guess that kind of added to a bit of the sense of anticlimactic yeah. in the sense that the queen was very impotent. She was just kind of there. And yeah. She just explained her plan, and they were like, "All right, well, we're yeah. just going to have an emotional moment." She was like, "No." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. How that. dare you? I did like that it was uh, Anna Krieger, Alice Krieger voiced her, the original, yeah. but only voiced her, didn't play her, just yeah. voiced her. But yeah. that was cool. But like, yeah, I thought like this got a bit Kurtzman-y. It was a bit too high stakes, too too far, too dramatic, like too extreme. Yeah. Um, which is annoying, but it was still good. On the D, we have the reunions. Uh, absolutely loved Worf falling asleep in a chair. That was that great. Was good. Worf has been Worf has been a highlight Worf's this whole season. I loved best. it. We obviously uh, I was right with the fact that um, the transporter solution. They were just going to transport the Borg stuff out of them. Obviously, that was going to happen with Admiral Crusher, who's like head of med- Starfleet Medical now. Yeah. I think. and is and has apparently implemented some new protocols. So yes. they can catch change. They can catch change things as well. Yeah, which is again like well done. That has completely revolutionised everything out of nowhere. Um, we then get Tuvok back, and do you know what? I was I've been a bit cold on Tuvok 
I've been like, I don't really care about Tuvok. You wanted him dead. I, I was like, I, I was like, I don't really care. I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want him dead. <laughs> I don't know. You wanted him dead. <laughs> I thought Tim Russ was really good in this scene. I thought he was really too, like they really he nailed Tuvok. It was Tuvok. very Tuvok, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. Like I was actually really appreciative of Tuvok in his scene. Um, Seven gets her performance review, <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, and, and he recommends that she and he and Shaw recommends that she's promoted. I and think. this is before anything's happened. This is yeah. before the season. Yeah, um, so presumably he might have changed his mind <laughs> after, after he portrayed her. <laughs> after like he portrayed her, <laughs> took the ship and sent it somewhere else. But, yeah, okay. But don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I I thought that was I thought that was nice, but it also just made me angry that they've killed Shaw off for no reason. Again, I yeah, just can't go over that unnecessary. Postashrik is one of the best bits about this whole season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Captain Seven is going to be a thing. We then have a uh, little Raffi bit, and uh, Worf leaked her her commendations yeah. <laughs> onto the onto the screen of onto, her family onto home. every screen <laughs> yeah. in in this like. Ra- do you think it was Metallus Prime? Yeah, it was. It was in the bar in Metallus Prime. It was on the bar in Metallus Prime, <laughs> and it got leaked just for a moment, like her. Like a few minutes, her face and all of her commendations was everywhere. Yeah, so all of those people that she's wronged can come and find her Ex- and kill her. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I, I actually wrote down here. Raffi is a good character now. With a question mark, is Raffi a good character now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. To, I just wanted to check. No, no. I was like, is Raffi is Raffi good? No, no, not really. Okay. I, mean, I think Raff, Raffi is a. No, no. Raffi's, <laughs> Raffi's not as bad as she was. She's a foil. She is a foil. She was. She's a foil. That's what she is. I don't know how she's going to work as first officer with Seven, and they have a lot of history. I don't know if they're just going. I was wondering that. They're just going to. There's like some regulations being broken here, yeah. isn't there? Like, should well, you should you pick a, a romantic partner as your first officer? Probably not. Yeah, it's pretty, probably, so. probably, probably a very good point. Quite, quite, quite appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's that's actually a very very good point. I didn't think about that. Um, but, but but she's not. I don't think she's she's a great she's a great character. She's a bit of a she's a bit of a cliche. She is. You know, she's definitely a cliche. Rough, like angry, edgy. Yeah, like, like the dropout. Yeah, um, rebel. Yeah, but like, I guess, I guess my prevailing feeling is I, I no longer mind her that much. I used to like when Rafi was on screen. I was like, stop saying JL, stop it. <laughs> um, but now it's like kind of. I think it's, it's okay. When I she's think on when she's with the other characters, it's it's less. Wharf like her. made her yeah m- more likable. I think. Um, but we then get uh, my favourite my favorite of these goodbyes. And do you know this was Brent Spiner's idea? Oh, the uh, counselling. Yeah, so Data in Therapy was, was Brent Spiner's idea. The reason I bring this up was because originally they'd written in Soji and the, the, it was going to be Data having a reunion with Soji and he was going to meet his daughter, right? right. And they just <laughs> scrapped that. Just scrapped that, <laughs> that, actor, that actor's gone because Brent Spiner had a much better idea, which was this therapy scene, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. Um, really good line. Uh, being human is just as difficult as the desire to be human. Why that's a really good line is they 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 completed Data's story arc, right? Where he desired to be human and he finally got there by dying. He wanted to die. Yeah. <clears throat> and they've now justified the fact that they brought him back randomly by saying <clears throat> well, his, um, his struggle now is actually struggling with being human and what that's like. I thought that was quite a cool way of justifying yeah. the fact that Data is now alive again. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that? Was that? I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was a good way to end out his character. He was quite funny. Yeah, um, I suppose been... if you had suddenly all these emotions, you would struggle to deal with them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was very generate. That was kind of how they did it in generations. The yeah. Film generations. You remember he got the Some emotion laughing. chip. Yeah. And he was like, 
he went nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just started crying and laughing at everything, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, and, and in general, all of these, you know, all of these closeouts were, I guess, good character and good character endings. Arc for, endings. Yeah, for, for a lot of these characters that didn't really get endings in yeah. the original series or, or no. the films because it kind of ended a bit abruptly. They, um, they just well, got... Well, it was, I, suppose... I, I love the end of All Good Things, but I know what you mean. They didn't get like... They didn't have arcs to begin with in, no, in TNG. No, not they, proper arcs. They just, they just apart from were Carl. good people all the time. Yeah. I suppose, what did you think? So did you, I mean, this is a, a tangent, but the end of obviously Nemesis, yeah. Data died. Did you think that was a, if that had been all it was, were you happy with that end for Data? No, it was terrible. Um, I, I thought Nemesis was a terrible film yeah. from start to finish. I thought that um, having the young Picard thing was stupid. I thought that uh, blowing up, randomly blowing up all of the Romulan government was stupid. Um, I thought that, the, that that it had such an such an, um, an upper hand on Enterprise E for that entire film was stupid. That they couldn't do anything to the ship, and it was yeah. like the Remans aren't that good, aren't that powerful. Why are they suddenly really powerful? They had Thaler on radiation. Yeah, I guess. It's annoying. You can't compete with that. It's Pr- like apparently it's not. the best kind of radiation. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> top tier radiation. Um, and the ending. I hated Data dying. I didn't think it made any sense. Uh, it was like they, they did it for they did it so they could sell tickets to the film. It was why they did that. That film ends so sadly. That film like ends with them all on the bridge, sad that Data isn't there. It's a terrible way to end mm-hmm. like Star Trek. Like, when that that show is a hopeful show. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the right at the end of that is Riker going off to become the captain of the Titan. I think. Yeah. And he like, shakes hands with Picard, and he talks to B four. Right. Yeah. But. I just didn't need to do any of that. That was just so overly dramatic. It was a really, it was quite a down show. Like yeah. it was, like I'm with you. It was quite a sad. Yeah, it was quite a. Yeah. It was quite sad uh, ending. Yeah, yeah. And they went totally the other way with this. Like yeah. They were like as happy and as yeah. happy ending as you possibly oh. could have. I mean, they. That's what they went for. You have you have the Enterprise D, uh, in a showroom in a museum, <laughs> like preserved back from the dead. You have. Picard, Riker, and Geordie sitting there reminiscing on the bridge. You ha- and I like the Geordie's line: "She's always taken good care of us." Definitely teared up. Definitely teared up. Uh, <laughs> not, not afraid to say. <laughs> and uh, I miss that voice from Riker, paying homage to the computer voice, which is of course Michelle Barrett, yeah. who was the wife of Gene Roddenberry, and who obviously died quite a while ago. But like you know, love, and who was also Luxwana Troy as well. Yeah. Oh, is she? Was yeah, she yeah. Luxwana Troy? Yeah, yeah. So really cool little little nod there. Um, but no right and we do get this incredible like ending um, obviously we, the, the, the first the first thing we get is uh, Jack Picard and Beverly in the shuttle Jack's on basically his first day at school basically he's going off to join to join the Titan and then they have skipped a... out skipped out a lot of emotional uh, journey here that they must have, must have gone on yeah. to reconnect as a family yeah well no but this was this was one year later yeah they have like a year. Yeah, we, exactly. But that's what but, I mean. Like it was such an it was so it was so it was such a happy ending. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like we don't let's not deal with any of that. The let's whole just, emotional fallout. Give it. Give a I year later. Your childhood. Yeah, I yeah. miss your childhood. We both got assimilated <laughs> by the Borg. I briefly tried to destroy everyone. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, Picard knows what that's like. But yeah, exactly. You know, um, but don't so. worry about it because they they brought back the Enterprise and it's now the Enterprise G, so it's back. What happened to the Enterprise F? So I didn't actually catch this, but the Enterprise F was being decommissioned in this season. They like say it's being decommissioned. Oh, so that like when Shelby's bringing it out, that's like the last flight of the Enterprise F. Oh, which I didn't realize. When when is this set? <laughs> <laughs> when when is this show set? 
So how long did the Enterprise last? This is last? this is twenty years after Nemesis. After twenty twenty five years after Nemesis. So so this is the start of the twenty fifth so, century. So if the Enterprise E lasted another <clears throat> not few very, years, well not very long because Worf, Worf did something to Worf it. Worf it blew, blew it up. Yeah. At some point after, I so, guess some point after Picard retired. So yeah. So like, say that Picard retires pretty soon after like Nemesis. Five years. Well, maybe less than that. Maybe it's less than five. Maybe it's like a year. Maybe it's a couple of years, right? Because yeah. he's like he's only interested in in lots of action by that point, apparently. Yeah. And swinging around on vines in the engineering room and all oh, that stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, you get Worf in for a bit for the E, and he probably I reckon it was quite quick. I reckon it was he like blew, he blew it out fast. <laughs> I reckon it's like six months. Yeah. And then Worf just... tried to attack something which yeah. he shouldn't have done. <laughs> yeah. Running speed. <laughs> um, so you've got like a good f- fifteen years of the Enterprise right. F. That makes sense then. <clears> and then probably the and I reckon sure. that Captain Shelby just really proficiently captained it for that long. Yeah. It was the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then we get obviously we have seven uh, being captain of the Enterprise, which is I. It's cool, you know. It's 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 fan servicey, but it's cool, fine. Um, and Jack is going to be counselor, which I thought was quite funny, having like a little counselor on the, you know on the sh- on the very Enterprise, isn't it? Tradition. Yeah. Um, I still don't really understand why they would put a council on the bridge. I have all the same <laughs> questions as to why Troy was there, as to why Jack would be there. They need his renegade, his like his like his renegade instincts. his winning smile. He just he's not even. I mean, at least she was. <laughs> Well, I've ha- apparently had the potential to be a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of makes sense as to why she was sitting next to him. Yeah, she was obviously a very disappointing character yeah. throughout all of it because she didn't, you know, her Jedi powers didn't really manifest until, <laughs> until the very end. But, you know, at least that kind of makes sense as to why Picard put her next to her. But Jack doesn't have any of that. So yeah. why would. Don't know, man. It doesn't make. It, it makes no sense. He's looking for connections. He's so, looking for connections. So he wants to be a counselor. Yeah, I, he's, he's going to be a counselor. He's, well, he's special counselor to seven. I know he's going to be a counselor. Oh, he's not. Like, he's not going to he, be a therapist. He's not like he's not like a therapist. No, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> you think he was a therapist? Yeah, I thought he was a therapist. <laughs> I thought he was like counselor Jack. You know, the same way. Well, no, like, he is counselor Jack, but he's like special counsel, I guess, to seven. He's just like a special advisor. Basically. That make, that's, that's not. A, so I don't know. That's what, not a thing. Yeah, it's not a thing. So I don't know. That what that means? He's not. He's not. A, he's not Councillor Jack then. So he basically has. He's an ensign as well. So he has no. He's an ensign on the bridge sitting. He there shouldn't be on, He shouldn't be there. Doesn't make any sense. It feels. It feels very favoritism. Yeah. yeah like, like they say nepotism. If, if I was. If I was on that ship, I'd be pissed. Off. <laughs> I'd be upset as well. But like, I am. If I was Sydney, I am a. I am a lieutenant. You know, on yeah. this ship, I've probably been serving for a while yeah. in Starfleet. Oh, I don't get to sit next to the captain. I didn't try. I didn't try to kill the entire <laughs> Starfleet. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't decide to join the Borg. My performance. Have minutes. always been really good. Captain yeah. Shaw liked me. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jack Crusher names, and I think yeah, like well, obviously Dick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's, what, that's probably what they thought they all think. Nepotism. Yeah, if I can help. Oh, and Sid- Sydney's there as well. Sydney's there. So because they they want this Star Trek Legacy show to be a thing, don't they? Do they? You know, heard about I've, I've heard of Star Trek Legacy, but I haven't read about it. Anyway. It's basically Terry Metalis's pitch to do more the, the Titan to do the Enterprise G. This this setup with Seven, Raffi, Jack Crusher, Sydney. And then other people. I didn't like how uh, Pally, uh, <laughs> the not Pally, what a, how cocky he was when he comes on. When he comes on, sits in the captain's that, chair. That reminded me of episode one, Jack, which which annoyed yeah, me, and then yeah, he became yeah. less annoying. And now he's like back right there. Is he going to be Han Solo like, in the show? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, James T. Kirk yeah, kind of uh, kind of vibe. Like I yeah. roll around and I do what I like, and I sit it's, in the captain's chair. You can, you can smell the Kirksman on it. You can yeah. smell him coming back in a little bit. You really, um, you really hate Kurtzman. I hate Kurtzman. <laughs> like, 
He ruins. I mean, you are not a fan. All of New Trek was has been terrible because of him. Right. It's been so bad. I mean, Discovery definitely wasn't. Discovery was terrible. Like his first two seasons, of Picard were Kurtzman. Um, you know, anything that he hasn't been directly involved in, Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, have both been really good. Basically, yeah. was he not involved in Strange New Worlds? He's involved, but he's not uh, the showrunner. He's, he's like showrunner. he's a producer, but he's not the guy. Uh, he's not writing it. Yeah. Which is which shows really. Um, but then we obviously. Um, uh, we don't get <laughs> we don't get uh, Seven's catchphrase. We don't get her her little engage her punch it. I guess because they're going well. If you want this, you'll have to do a massive fan campaign to get this show made. Yeah. Um, you've written some notes here, Sam. Testing of Star Trek legal. No, I didn't write that. Was that me? I think you wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I was I was interested to understand why you'd written that. I was like, if, if you not incl- <laughs> was there some sort of legal thing, which is why Seven couldn't say that. So I don't understand. I don't understand why I've written that. So we'll never know. Isn't that's my that's the that's the plot line in this series that I'm most upset about. Not Testing finishing. of Star Trek Legacy, maybe. Legacy, yes, that's it. Why yeah. written that's that's an autocorrect, uh, which we've spoken about and. <laughs> Uh, we then obviously get the final scene, which is in the well, the second to final scene, which is in the bar. We get Shakespeare's speech, Sam, and Shakespeare's uh, Shakespeare's sorry, Picard's Shakespeare. Picard's Shakespeare. We don't actually have Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, which is from the play Julius Caesar, and Brutus uh, says the speech, and I did do a little bit of like English degree. Oh uh, yeah, you did do an English degree. Running around after this one, and the theme of it is uh, missing out on life and not embracing life until very late on yeah. and then suddenly embracing it and being up on the tide and, and it's basically Picard saying I've not embraced family or anything my entire life and now I finally have so actually it was very poignant because he never played poker did he? not until the last episode of All Good Things and All Good Things that was the last, the last was, thing he says he find, is oh yeah, fine, I should have done this a long time ago yeah yeah, yeah, yeah of course and so he, he does that speech and he brings up the poker they play a poker game uh, it literally it mirrored the All Good Things shot where it went above them I love that I thought that was great yeah. what great what a Positive great, way yeah. to end this show. Yeah, loved it. They're all they're all alive. They're all getting they're all time on on in the bar, and then they decide to play <laughs> poker. It was good. It was nice. It was great. I love Wolf getting angry for being bad at poker again. Yeah. It was it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, and we get a little bit of the end, which is Jack and Q. Um, Metallus's final fuck you to season one and two. Q's back. Yeah, Q's <laughs> Q died, but no, he didn't die. <laughs> didn't die. <laughs> Uh, and they say like don't think about it so linearly but like Q died like that was the whole yeah. point of season 2 was that Q was dying but also that was a stupid plot it was stupid and I'm glad he's back because it didn't really make sense I didn't make want sense. Q to die he didn't need to die it was yeah. so unnecessary and he wasn't in it enough to justify his he was in death. it for two episodes exactly yeah, yeah. so it wasn't a good like outro for him anyway it wasn't good um, and so I'm, I'm kind of glad he's back it was kind of fun to have him there John Delancey but yeah so that was end of the season and like I mean, first of all, how are you feeling after the end of season three? I'm feeling a lot better about Picard <laughs> than I was at the start of, of, of season three. Yeah. Do you, is it fully, fully redeemed? Are we there? Did we do it? I think there was a... It, it, basically, it took two seasons to decide that it was going to do, I guess, what we wanted to do, which was basically fan service. Yeah. Uh, maybe three seasons of fan service would have been too much. I don't know. <laughs> And maybe, I as I said, maybe it took two bad seasons for us to only appreciate this season. Maybe that's what it was. They were, like, <laughs> they were, like, they were playing a really long game. It is. It is weird that they almost seem to have nothing to do with each other. You know, you would, you, I would, 
it almost feels like they are complete. They're just completely different shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they basically don't even seem to link thematically. It's the a rewrite. Only link is it's the a dream. F- season season one and two was a dream. It was a dream sequence. Yeah, that's the best way of thinking about it. It didn't happen. It, it was really. It just really doesn't make sense. Like it was. And, and I forgot, by the way. What about Laris? <laughs> <laughs> just Laris, and like, didn't he marry her? So like, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, she's on this retirement planet that he was going to go with to her. And like a year later, he's a Beverly Crusher in a str- in the shuttle. So yeah. I don't know if so like I guess that's he's back with Beverly. I mean, I'm happy with it. I yeah, don't, I don't. It didn't really never. Poor, poor Laris, Laris though. Laris never really made any sense because, but no, but didn't Picard convince Laris not to be like a Gary Seven person going around the universe anymore? Because it was like, just stay with me instead. Yeah, Gary like, Seven. So Gary Seven was the original. Um, so okay, so in season two of Picard, uh, there's her character is a protector of. The ancestor of Picard, who's yes. the Flight of Shuttle, right? Yep. Her character is, yeah, exactly, is based off a character in TOS called Gary Seven, who was a person who did the same thing, was a protector of people and like time traveled and stuff. And they actually made a 60s spin off show about Gary Seven. What a stupid character. name for a character. Yeah, yeah. You're going to come up with a name for a character unless you want it to be a spin off or a joke. You yeah. wouldn't call it Gary Seven. Gary Seven, yeah, exactly. Uh, but the show was a flop but yeah but yeah. Oh, so that was does not surprise me yeah yeah but like that was that was uh, where she was from so she's like one of the that like so he convinced order. her to drop all this and he was stuff. like don't do that come and hang out with me then, and then a year later it was like nah I've got a son and also Beverly's pretty cool then he so. went off on a caper and didn't talk to her for like <laughs> like probably a, a few weeks and came yeah. back with a son and, and, a, yeah. and, a, and, and a crusher and a crusher yeah yeah it's, oh yeah so I yeah so Riker watched us like nearly having sex on TNG for 10 years and like, oh, so gross. The, gro- the grossest line of the whole series. <laughs> it's definitely the grossest. I the saw grossest you co- were you cooking up, uh, like, co- cook cooking up, up cooking up for decades. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so awesome. crazy. Like, oh God, Riker. Uh, Why? Oh my God. <laughs> creepy old man. That was yeah. What? What? Hey, we've come so far in this season. Um, but it, but it, it was good. I mean, season three was good. Season three was season three was great. Star- season, season three started- is, is the best Star Trek since. Um, the best Star Trek since Voyager. I mean, Voyager was <laughs> it's better than Voyager. Summer Voyager is good. It's though. better than Voyager. Summer Voyager is good. Yeah, like but... Summer Voyager is good. Yes. Unimatrix Some... Zero is good. There, there are well, there are episodes, but there's Scorpion. so many. It's it's kind of a difficult comparison because there are so many more episodes of Voyager. Very true. Very true. Like they were basically just throwing things at the wall. Occasionally, something was good. Well, Voyager. Maybe this is a better way of thinking about it. What was the last season of a Star Trek show that was as good as this? That, season? I, that I enjoyed as much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it might be like the end of Deep Space Nine. Probably the end of Deep Space Nine, which yeah, are, yeah. which is better, by the way. Oh, uh, <laughs> like insurmountably the best team, the best Star Trek is Deep yeah, Space Nine. Yeah, the last. So I guess there's ten. There's about fifteen. Is it the last? Actually, it might be the last ten episodes of DS Nine are basically just one long arc. Yeah, like, like half the season. Like half yeah, the yeah, season yeah. was basically one long arc. Yeah, it was like the Dominion War arc. Yeah, basically. I mean yeah. the Dominion War was going on since season end of season but five. I guess but... they knew they finally knew that it was going to be the last season, so they didn't yeah. need to worry about continuity or no. people watching people coming in and out it was it was done yeah. so they could just write in, it if you're in you're in yeah right which is what and, happened with this season as well and that was really and that was really good and obviously quite different for the time but yeah that that is still better writing than uh yes than, than, i think than like this. no matter what they've done here ronald d moore is still the best writer of star trek yes. for me what a shame that ronald d moore didn't i know do this. I know. Why? Uh, why do you think he didn't? Do you oh, think he's, he he's busy? He's doing. He's doing mankind. Isn't he? He's doing for all mankind. But like, I just can't imagine he wouldn't have been interested. Yeah, he definitely would have. And and him and I went to. I mean, this was ten years ago, but I went to a Star Trek convention in 2013. Yeah. 
and I went to a talk with Ronald D. Moore and Ira Stephen Beer, and they both said we would go back to Star Trek in a heartbeat. So like, why? I wonder why they decided not because especially this season had so many Ronald D. Moore ideas th- and things that, th- that were in it. I think there's stigma. I think there's stigma around old Star Trek not being cool, and I think it's Alex Kurtzman and all of that lot wanting control over it, so they don't want the old lot back in. Yeah, right? it's like with it's like with this is a random tangent, but Rings of Power, they didn't get. Uh, Peter Jackson in they completely ignored him because they don't want him to come in and take over Yeah, I wonder if it's similar for the original writers it could be it could be because they, they, they did the DS9 documentary a few years ago yeah, they did the, the season 8 pitch made such a compelling yeah, idea it was, it was so good you're like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd watch this that was the bet that pilot is incredible I, I really hope they make that they obviously they're won't, never going to make that um, it won't happen but um, it, it was it was great um, the, I, yeah the, that, that, that pitch but, I, but it just it does it does it's a shame that Ronald D. Moore wasn't involved because you do think he probably would have done a better job over three yeah. seasons with those characters. Yeah. He probably would have done it. And, and this isn't a new thing. You know, this was very much like, let's take a load of unresolved things from Picard's life and imagine what he's like. Imagine how these characters that they've all worked with yeah. so closely, yeah. how could they have evolved? That definitely is a, a Ronald D. Moore thing. Absolutely. Like, he would have, he would really, smashed yeah. this, no doubt. Yeah. Um, Hey Sam, uh, you've got five bars of gold for <laughs> how, how many how many bars of latinum were you giving this episode and this season? Yeah, this episode f- four. Yeah, four bars. Four. I thought it was good, but it, but again, only if I really don't think about the plot too much. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And and it was definitely redeemed by some some great moments. Yeah, with some obvious plot plot holes. Oh uh, yeah, but... and and this season in general, I, I think. Four out of, out of five again. Yeah, like, I th- it, it definitely had it. Same exact summary. It had its moments, but yeah. you had to not think about the plot too much. Yeah, you, you, there were some early Raffi moments that were not in, not oh, enjoyable. Yeah, um, I'm the same. I may maybe four point five for the episode because I just I did just love it. But I loved like the scenes with you know, but it was silly for sure. Um, I think four is is bang on as well I think it's going to agree with you yeah it's very very boring of us but it is a four, it, well, it is it a was, four out of five show it was great it, it, it was great it yeah. wasn't it wasn't the most outstanding it wasn't outstanding no like there were definitely throughout bits where you thought this isn't quite as good as it could be there's plot holes here yeah but it was still I just thought but it was, I st- it was I still, still enjoyed it like I fundamentally I, you know the bottom line is I enjoyed it yeah. and I didn't enjoy season one or season two no. particularly nope like especially when I think about it season one like, I didn't yeah. enjoy that at least season two had a nice caper element to it like no I didn't... season that you're forgetting how bad season two was I probably, I probably I think yeah. season one was actually better well do you yeah season two was so shit like, like the writing in season two was that bad you forget that Seven and Raffi were in a car chase at one point oh yeah they were <laughs> They were in a car chase. And Seven didn't know how to drive the car. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and you had like you had like Soji and, and Brent Spiner playing about five it's, characters each. It started really well. Um, it I did. Season they, two, they all, they all do. They all, they season all two, start okay. Season two, I remember, had a really good start where yeah. it was, they went into the alt, the alt universe mm. and they saw the evil federation no, I, yeah. I, lo- I love that I, lo- I thought that just, was cool it didn't and it was cool it was cool seeing I remember in that season it was cool seeing Picard as like that kind of warrior that like killed um, uh, like the, cl- the head of yeah, the Klingons yeah. and or you whatever. had a Golda Cut and you had oh, the, the, head, the skull queen. of Golda Cut and the Borg Queen and the Borg Queen and yeah it was, it was on the stage wasn't it that was cool yeah I guess there were, there were cool moments to it I guess um, good. throughout throughout there were there were occasional good moments and I and I I would rec- you know, I would recommend it as a show to watch. Like if you're a Star Trek fan, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend. It. So my my I was in. So my friend was like, "Oh hey Pete, I used to watch TNG. Should I watch this? Should I watch Picard?" And I was like, "Just watch season three. 
I, I just said to them, just don't is watch season one or two. Part, is there any part of the show which you would miss by watching season by not watching? As like, in, would, like, you, would, would you need to watch season you need one to or know, two? You need to know two things. You need to know that Raffi is a person because she's the only character in it. So you'd be like, there's this dropout like renegade character called Raffi. You'd also need to know that Picard is a robot. Those are the two things you need to know. To be honest, you get told Picard's a robot. Yeah, you, you you don't even. Yeah. I suppose I suppose you need to know why. You need to know why. Confused. Yeah, but let's be honest. You don't need to really. Yeah. Know. Ish. You might you might wonder why, but it wouldn't it wouldn't actually harm your understanding. You can have like a little blurb at the beginning saying Picard died of Irmotic syndrome. We wonder why. Yeah. And he has now got a an androidy body. They went from his his um, artificial heart to an artificial body. And then just go on from there. You could have a. Star, it wouldn't be very good, but they could do that. You could have a Star Wars style <laughs> scroll yeah. that wouldn't even be the length of a exactly. of a whole blurb. It would literally be you're right. It'd be two just statements. That. Yeah, but I and I literally said to my friend, look, this is what we need to know. Go watch season three. Don't worry about the other two. Um, oh, and no, you wouldn't even. I don't think uh, that's actually a really good point. And I think a little bit of a damning indictment of the show. Yeah, but I mean, hey, we know that. We've indicted it enough. I, this, this is. This is definitely a tangent because it's not even about Star Trek. But this is how I felt about the end of the, the, the Star Wars, like yeah. end of the the most recent trilogy. Yeah. How on earth could they have written something where it didn't really relate from yeah. from film to film? Because they kept on changing writers and directors it's each just, film. It just feels really ridiculous that if I was going to start a show and I knew yeah. I had three seasons, and in this case they knew they had three seasons. Well, at, at max. But they just they didn't plan ahead. They they didn't plan at all. They they plan they they wrote season one. And then they were like, okay, well, they, they definitely went in after season one. Okay, okay, what are we going to do for season two? And then they did escape. And then they said season two. And they were like, well, season two completely flopped. It was really bad like ratings and stuff. And so they were like, well, let's get everyone back. I think that's basically what happened. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like, I don't think this was planned out. Do you think originally when they envisioned Picard, then they wouldn't have ever imagined I don't bringing think so. anyone back? I don't think so. Not in this way. Not as not like they did. I think that if season two had been better received, they would have carried on with the, some of the normal characters at least but like yeah, yeah I just think it was a bit crazy how yeah. they just massively chucked everything out it but. was a shame I think they could have there was a lot of things in that season 3 that I think if they'd done it more <clears throat> gradually over, over 3 yes. seasons yes it would have been more impactful. Like, if we hadn't seen the Borg until season three. Yeah, because they were in season that one. Cool. They were even, they were even in season... Maybe they, they weren't in season one. They, they, were, in season no, well, they, they were in they season were, one because, of the, because of the Borg cube. They so were, the they the was, Borg were in every season of the, the show. The Borg were in every season. And the Queen was in two seasons. <laughs> but know, different Queens. Yeah, <laughs> but and it was meant to be like, she's the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. But it really yeah. undermines that when you keep seeing her because she like, opens the door and you're like, yep, it's the Borg again. Seen the Borg quite a few times It was now. just too much. Um... And, and and like I guess we've kind of talked about this in the other podcast as well but the more you see them and the more they thwart them the more you're like well they're obviously going to get out of this yeah it, it just yeah it just didn't it didn't feel that you're right even though it was so dramatic we knew it was gonna it was gonna end yeah um I'm surprised that everyone survived I'm not because I reckon they want them they want potential future cash cows okay do you not think I mean I'm not I, do you reckon that's why thinking about it <laughs> I think you're right Terry, Terry Metallis has said I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to kill everyone off. I think it was in the contracts of everyone that, that they didn't get killed off. So they can do future appearances, get money from it. I reckon because why would you not? It's a, it's, a, it's such a you stable thing. You wouldn't want to be killed off. No, like and and I suppose they, like Michael Dorn's going to come back at some point. I've I've read that they they basically if they are going to do season four, Picard's Pat, Patrick Stewart's pretty open to coming back. Is he actually? Yeah, he, I, I, I don't, that was, oh, I don't, I don't think I don't think I don't think he wants to come back as like. 
yeah. the main person. But he'll be like, and he'll be like, a he Jack might, Crusher he might be we'll there. Have him in. Exactly. I don't know about how I feel about that. I feel like it's it's you're done. <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it ended so perfectly with the poker table again, all good things. It's like yeah. they've wrapped everything up again. I could see Worf being in it because Worf is Worf transcends TNG anyway. Yeah. So I could see that, but the other characters I think leave it now. Yeah. I think maybe have a Lavar Burton cameo. Is there any other? Is there any other characters you'd like to see more of? Like actively would like to see more of TNG characters. Yeah. Okay, let's go through them. Picard, I don't think so. I think Picard should just leave it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riker, I enjoy. I guess you can have him in, but like I don't see why they would bring him back. And yeah. Troy, similar. Yeah. Um, Geordi, I definitely would like to see more. I wouldn't mind seeing more of Geordi. I think because he's got his his Sydney's going to be in it at some point. He can be in it. He, he's, he, the Var Burton is he amazing. He's also great in yeah. it throughout. Like all of his all of his kind of key <clears throat> moments were were really well delivered. Yeah. Um, definitely, I don't think I think data should just be left now. Really, I'd like to see more data. I don't know. I just I, I think we've we've had so much data. I think they just maybe just leave it. The only thing but, that the only thing I was a little bit sad, like we were talking about, is data never got to be captain. You know, like never. <laughs> this he, is true. He never got. He never got. He never got that official captain posting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wanted it. I wanted him to get it. It, it probably wouldn't really work now. Yeah. I, I basically thought it would have been a nice prologue uh, element, but maybe that would have been too perfect. I don't know. Well, I, I'm, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I get like the sentimentality around data because his arc is the main arc in TNG, apart from Picard. Like, he's he's, he's the most impactful. Does anyone arc. even have an arc? I'm, it's just those two. Really, I suppose Riker becomes more experienced. Yeah, Riker, <laughs> Riker, Riker decides that he might want to captain someday. Riker gains experience points throughout throughout the show. Um, none of the others really do at all. Jo- they do have little ones, like Geordie has a few little bits Geordie about falling beca- up with holograms. Geordie and- becomes an engineer. He become what? Well, remember he starts off as a as like a. An oh yeah, on bridge, of course, and yeah. Then, and then and then just like Sydney, in an off screen moment, we yeah. just he just becomes an engineer. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, they, yeah. and they never they never talk about that. <laughs> Maybe he was just filling in in, in on the bridge, I don't know. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I I don't know. I I, I guess I, I wouldn't mind seeing any of them again, obviously, but it feels a bit like um like how Disney ruined Star Wars by doing too much Star Wars. I feel like if they just keep on doing TNG characters, like do DS9, like move on, like, you know, do Disney Voyager. Yeah. Um you do feel like we've kind of explored every uh, mo- mo- these characters a lot now and, yeah. we, and we, the interesting thing was to see them how are they developed and how are they older I'm yeah. less interested now to see to yeah. see them like I don't really imagine I want to see Riker and Troy no and but Picard and Frakes again. Frakes is directing all of it anyway Frakes is like is directing yeah. like Discovery and he's directing Strange New Worlds so like you know he's around anyway well okay what do you think about the future of Star Trek now do, what, do, what do you want from the future of Star Trek? You've had your TNG. Well, apparently, movie. what I want is fan service. <laughs> <laughs> That's apparently so, what I want. Do you want Deep Space Nine? Do you? What do you I want? do. I do want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I want that. Yeah. I don't think it will ever happen. Right. Because um, you don't think Avery Brooks will do it. I don't, well, I don't think Avery Brooks would do it. Yeah. Um, Avery Brooks never would. He would. He's like retired from acting, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. I'd be very surprised if he did it. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think he would do it. I. I would love there to be a uh, Deep Space Nine esque. I like a, I like just even a feature, even like a, a, a two hour feature for Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I don't know. I would be worried about a feature in the sense that I think there's too much to unpack. That is true. In in a, in I a mean, two I mean, I'd film. rather have a twenty six episode season. <laughs> but, <laughs> I uh, I do think that there, there was there was a lot to to kind of pick up after Deep Space Nine. Yeah. But but I think I would like there to be some more serious Star Trek. Yes. Um, what do I want? I think Strange New Worlds is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm no, looking I, forward to Strange New Worlds season two. So like, yeah. there's there, that's a silver lining. 
but yeah, Strange New World season two was Strange New World season one was 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 great. Yeah, really good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, fantastic. Like yeah, one yeah. of the best shows um, of of Star. Definitely, best, definitely best better new... than any any of the Discovery stuff. Yeah, best new track. That and Lower Decks. Lower Decks is great. Both really good. Yeah, so I'd love I'd love them to pick up with the 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 changing. So I'd love them to pick up more of that. I yeah. I, I, I I quite like it when they they do a little bit of more of the sort of geopolitical stuff with like what's happening with the Dominion what's happening with the Romulans yeah because that's what Star Trek is that's, Star Trek is geopolitics and they've forgotten it yeah but and, that's and that case. was and that was cool <clears throat> but they, they haven't really done that in a long time I think I find this time period interesting I find like this 30 years after the Dominion War mm. thing with the Federation an interesting time period I'm not interested in the 32nd century I'm less interested in Bacot and Pike's era even though I'm happy with that show that's not what I want Star Trek to be. I think it needs to carry on the main line of where we've got to. Mm. So if that's legacy, fine. If it's something else, that's fine. But make it that period. Even if it's new characters. like, And have a show that's on the ship as well. Like The fact that this was all on the Titan mostly was like a really good part of this. Um, with an ensemble cast, I thought it was really good. Because in Discovery, the main problem is that Burnham is like a superhero. And there are other characters too. Um, whereas this was a true ensemble, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. Discovery's I'm, been cancelled, isn't it? I Discovery, think. well, it's ending. Season five is the end of Discovery. Yeah. Um, I've I've stopped watching at the end of season three. Did were they, are they still in the thirty second century? Are they? Yeah, 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 they are. I think so. I I, 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 I honestly don't know. I watched I the end so. of the I watched the end of the first season when they were in thirty second century. Yeah, and then I haven't watched anymore. Yeah, Probably because I didn't have Paramount Plus for a long time. I do now. I don't but now. I don't want to watch. I it. can't. <laughs> I can't bring myself to. Maybe maybe I'll try it out, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Sam, a question you asked me at the start. Yeah. Uh, what 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 is the favorite thing you've liked about doing this podcast? Yeah. What is the favorite? <laughs> yeah, Pete. Come on. Oh, no, come, I come asked you. you. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll ask that. Um, just just hanging out. To be honest. Yeah. Um, it's been good fun. You know. Like, I think we've we we. We both live in London. And we, we do. We don't live. Oh, it's, it's forced us. To, oh, damn it! <laughs> it's no. forced us to hang out. It's it's, it's it been the best thing about and, it. And and that's been that's been pretty yeah pretty cool. Like I was, that's, we, that's my we answer. We don't live that far away from each other. We don't. But, but somehow we only manage to hang out like once every like. I go to your I months. go to your parties, but that's about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It's definitely been definitely hang out with my old buddy Sam. Yeah. And talking about Star Trek. Talk, I just talk, love talking about Trek. I love talking about Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love talking about Trek in a structured. I like I like having an appointment every week to talk about. Where Trek. I, t- I I talk about Trek yeah. every week with my with mate Sam. That is yeah. the best thing about this podcast. Yeah. For me. And the other thing that I I sort of think is just a good lesson to remember. <coughs> life. Good lesson. No, it was. What 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 life lesson what did you learn for the last ten weeks? Mine is don't promise to do podcasts while you're on holiday. That's what I've learned. Oh that's, yeah, because my... yeah, because we we when you, yeah, yeah when you went to Japan, never gonna happen. Uh, it was, <laughs> it's never gonna we, happen. We we had made that appointment for you to get the bullet train somewhere for us to do a podcast. Yeah, and it obviously just, it just didn't. I happen. was sitting in the, sitting in a Japanese train station in like Tokyo, being like, I'll be there in two hours, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> um, I, I also yeah no my my life lesson was you should you should just try you should just you should, creating things is fun creating things is fun whatever whatever you're trying to it doesn't matter create. who's listening it doesn't, or it doesn't matter, matter what's happening it do, it really doesn't it's just and fun it, and it doesn't you know you can focus on like oh would it be good would 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 it be something that would be like wildly successful yeah. and that's just like totally the wrong way to look at exactly life it's just fun to create things it's fun to do stuff so you casual know. creativity is my number one advice to anyone yeah. um this is this is an incredibly indulgent personal tangent but i've started doing digital art recently oh nice i've been I've, on an ipad i've been drawing oh yeah things. yeah yeah loving it yeah Draw the Enterprise you Draw the Enterprise G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see it. I'll, I'll, show, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely show it to you. Show it to me. Um, 
And all we all we have left, Sam, is to sign off at the end of this journey. Well, well, but just before we sign off, though, I would like to understand where in the world did we have listeners? Because you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned that there were like countries. I can, okay, I can tell. You, I know. I know the country. I know. I know the main countries. Yeah. Because okay. you, you get some sort of just like really, really high level summary. I get some like, I don't get any details passed from the countries where we have listeners, basically, or where we have downloads. Yeah. Uh, so we've got loads in the UK and the US, mainly. Okay. We have Cuba. We've got Belgium. <laughs> uh, we have Norway, Sweden, uh, Austria, um, Portugal, Mexico, I think as well. Uh, we had one in India recently, too. Nice. Um, where else have we had listeners? Oh, nice. Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me try. And think. I think that's kind of the, that's mostly it. Uh, Belgium is a, Belgium is a big one. If you're in Belgium, there's a big contingent of Belgians listening to this podcast. Um, so you know we're big we're big in Antwerp. <laughs> wow, nice. I mean, it's very unexpected, isn't it? It's, it's, it's kind of funny how these things and reach people. I have people. to wonder, how did, how did they find it? I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> just on, it's just on the... Listener, how did you find how this did podcast? You, some feedback. <laughs> you can fill out this form. Um, we, it just on, it's just on various yeah. things, and yeah. then they just pick it up. Yeah. It has tags no, I on I mean, it. I will say, by the way, that Pete does all of the, uh, the, the editing thank and the releasing. Thank you very much. Of this. What, what I do is show up and, uh, and, and just chat, and then Pete does all the tech. In yeah, the background. but it's you know it's it is you know it's it's been f- I mean we've had that kind of dodgy theme tune for the last few episodes as well that I made at two a.m. Yeah, so you know that's been there. Hey, yeah, the theme tune. That's yeah, good. yeah. Um, wow. Well, do, do you want to know so how now, we're now, now now you, you you can sign off now? So. Okay, so here's here's how I'm going to sign off. Sam. Okay, all right. Excellent stuff. Oh my god, that's gonna be awful. Genuinely, genuinely terrible. Your colleagues are like, what is going on here? Yeah. Right. Bye. Helen. Yeah, we mentioned she has Helen. been mentioned.